3: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDIC. The
1: Road of Shadows Created by Mark R. Healy A Beyond the Dark production Season 2 Episode 10, Time of Reckoning.
3: Okay, Amber. Looks like the coast is clear. It's time to go. Hmm?
1: What do you mean? Where have you been?
3: I went outside to case the motel, remember?
1: Sorry, I, uh... yeah.
3: I took a good look around, even went up and down the street. There's no sign of Barnes. I think he might have taken off.
1: Taken off where?
3: At this point, I don't really care. He's gone, and that's all that matters. He can't get in our way.
1: Wait a second, where are we going?
3: We talked about this. We're getting out of here.
1: We were going on the run, but I thought... I thought you... You said you were never going to run from the shadows ever again.
3: I'm not running. I'm taking you to the hospital.
1: I don't know if that's a good idea.
3: There's no other choice. You're slipping away, fast.
1: But Daniel, we... We have to stay mobile. You said Schilling is stronger now, right? I'm sure of it. If we go to the hospital, that will give Schilling a chance to corner us. He'll have us at his mercy.
3: Not if I can put myself in his way.
1: I'm... Not... Sure, I like the sound of that.
3: Listen, you need treatment. The toxin in your blood is killing you, and I don't know what else I can do. Leave me here. What?
1: Leave me. I'm just a burden to you.
3: Amber, no one is ever coming between us again. I already told you that.
1: What are you gonna do, Hmm? You don't have the conduit, and no blood to create a new weapon.
3: I have the power in me to stop him, just like you said. I just have to believe that I can find a way.
1: I'm not sure you're thinking this through, Daniel. This isn't a rattlesnake bite we're talking about. The toxin in my blood is like nothing those doctors and nurses have ever seen.
3: We don't know that for sure. And either way, I'm not going to sit by and watch you slowly waste away. Come on, I'll help you get your things together.
1: (sighs) Yeah. Okay.
3: Can you hang on to me while we ride?
1: Uh... I think so. Come on. I've got you!
3: Come on here. You got it?
1: Yeah, I'm good. What is it?
3: He's out there, not far away. We should take the most direct route to the hospital we can. Okay, whatever you think. Okay, hold on. Hang on to me! There's an old truss bridge up ahead, you're gonna have to hold on tight, okay? It's gonna be a little bumpy.
1: Wait, wait, I think, I think there's something on the side of the... What the...
0: (laughs) Daniel Knox and Amber Hope. To think I was ever afraid of the two of you. (laughs) Just look at you now. (coughs) Shilling, you piece of shit! Nice of you to come past. Now that my senses have been restored, I'm feeling more in touch with my surroundings again. I figured you might take this route, and lo and behold, I was right.
3: You want to do this here, in public?
0: Never fear, Daniel. No one's going to bother us out here on this
3: old bridge in the deep, dark night. There's a cop following Amber and me. He's been on our ass for days. How are are you going to explain this to- Oh.
0: Sheriff Barnes. He won't be troubling us either. I can guarantee that. Although I'm sure if he could see us now, he'd be pleased by what's about to happen. You- you killed Barnes- I'm sure his unexplained disappearance will be puzzling to the townsfolk for a while, but they'll forget about him soon enough. I'll see to that. Amber, you okay? Do you recognize this, Daniel? I'm sure you do. You left it behind when our last meeting was so rudely interrupted. You think you can intimidate me with my own axe? I intend to do much worse than intimidate you. You deserve to be made to suffer for the things you've done. Killing a few of your friends. Friends? No. My brothers and sisters were not my friends. But they were kin. And the way you treated them? Condemning them to such an undignified demise? Well, that is a crime against the Vesperine that must be met with a worthy response. And I am here to deliver it.
3: You trying to scare me, Shilling? It's not going to work. I killed them, and I'm going to kill you too.
0: No, I don't think so. Not when you've lost the sacred conduit. Now the advantage is mine. I am going to take this little toy. And I'm going to make you suffer. Chop you up, piece by piece. A hand, and then a foot. And I'll work my way up. Let you feel every delicious moment until the darkness finally comes to claim you. And when I'm done, I'll do the same to her. Don't you dare touch her! Go ahead and stop me. Hmm. No, I didn't think so. Wait there, will you? away from me where are you going amber you don't look so well come now let's give you a quick physical no doctor knows best don't touch me (coughs) ah yes the toxins have done their work haven't they they're deep deep within you now i can feel them beneath your skin No, no, don't struggle, don't shrink away. You should stand tall and be proud of yourself, Amber. The fact that you've absorbed the venom of five of my brothers and sisters and lived to tell the tale is nothing short of a miracle. But I can see this has been painful for you, hasn't it? You've undergone such an ordeal, your body falling to ruin from the inside out. Well. I'm happy to announce that your savior has arrived. I am here to deliver the mercy you so richly deserve. But first, I have another matter before me. Wait here. Mother, On your feet, Daniel. The time of reckoning is here.
3: <coughs> oh, fine. Let's do this!
0: (laughs) You thought you came to Clifford Springs to destroy me. But oh, the irony. In reality, you've proven to be my salvation. You've given me the opportunity to restore my reputation with the kin. When this is done, Mother's light will shine upon me once more. I thank you for- Well, that was feeble, wasn't it?
3: (laughs) I'm... gonna kill you!
0: No! You're going to die! Don't you understand? You.
1: Can't. Hurt. Me. Hey. Asshole. How about giving me a try?
3: What?! <laughs> Amber, get back from him!
1: Get your hands off. No! Stop! Holy shit! Daniel, pick up the axe! Amber, your hands! You're bleeding! It's... not... my blood! What? Pick up the axe! His blood is all over it! It's blowing! I got him! Let him go! No! Stop! Come on! I can't... Hold him! Pull your arm back! Come on! Get out of the way! Ah.
3: Amber, are you okay? Here, sit down.
1: No, no, no. I'm I'm fine. Never felt better.
3: What the hell just happened?
1: We wasted another goddamn shadow. That's why.
3: Yeah, but
1: Why are you looking at me like that?
3: I uh
1: Come on. What what is it?
3: Something happened to you just now? something physically i mean your your eyes they they were glowing
1: they what
3: yeah when you grab shilling it's like a nuke went off inside your body or something your eyes turned golden white and
1: i i didn't notice <laughs> guess i was preoccupied at the time
3: understandable
1: Where are you going?
3: I want to move the bike off the road. Then, we need to talk. Edgar said to the interviewer he was convinced that the thing out there wasn't a vault Yeah, all. I know what he thought. Dr. Edgars didn't think it was designed to keep things out.
2: I know what he, he thought. He thought
3: it was designed to keep something in.
2: Do you even understand the
1: difficulty trying to keep a base like Fathom at the bottom of the ocean from killing everyone in it on a daily
2: basis? Oh my god. Everyone hold on to something! I think whatever is on the other side of that door out there, it's not friendly. I think it's trying to get out. That, my friend, is a dire combination. That's a bad sign.
3: Get out of the door! Spreading like some kind of technological contagion, we can either
1: stop it here or watch the world burn.
3: Okay, I just need to sit for a minute. Shilling got me a good one. <clears throat> right in the ribs.
1: Are you alright?
3: Yeah, thanks to you. Although, I'm still not sure what the hell just happened.
1: <sighs> Nor do I. Not for certain, at least. But I can probably take a guess.
3: You made Shilling bleed, Amber. Yeah. Does that mean you have finger sights or whatever it was?
1: Finger scythes.
3: You know what I mean.
1: The compendium said his skin sharp like the scythe that cuts the wheat.
3: Yeah, that's it.
1: Except in my case, it's her skin. <laughs> I think I know what it means now. So tell me. When Shillin came over to taunt me, he ran his hands over my body. It was it was like he was probing me somehow. Looking inside of me.
3: He mentioned he could sense the toxins or something?
1: Right. But as soon as he touched me, I felt a response. I I mean, don't get me wrong, it was gross. It was uh, violating, but... I could sense something flowing out of him through his fingertips. Some kind of heat or... I don't know. It's hard to explain. An... An energy of some sort?
3: Did he feel it too?
1: I don't think so? He didn't react. Either he was too caught up in his moment of triumph, or he just didn't sense anything at all. But I knew something had changed right there and then. I felt like I could reach right into his body and rip out his goddamn heart as long as I could force myself to get back on my feet. Luckily, that wave of sickness seemed to pass just at the right time.
3: There's a lot more color in your face. You look much better than before.
1: I feel stronger, but I'm not sure how long that's going to last. I thought I was getting better back in Mosquito Falls, remember?
3: Hey, maybe that explains it. What does? Okay, let's go back along the timeline. You started to feel really sick the day we arrived in Mosquito Falls, right? Remember, you couldn't stomach anything at the diner. Yeah. That was the first time we saw the shadow standing out in the street, the emissary.
1: Sounds about right.
3: Later that night, she killed herself in the bonfire, when she destroyed the bandana, remember? And right after that, you got better. You ate, like, seven plates of waffles at the diner. Three. You were fine, until we made it to Clifford Springs, and then you got sick again. And you got really sick when we confronted Chilling at the ruins.
1: Oh, you're saying there's a correlation between the sickness and my proximity to a shadow.
3: Exactly. A minute ago, you were so sick you couldn't stand. Now that shilling is a pile of dust, you're starting to feel okay again.
1: Not just okay. As soon as shilling crumbled to ash, it felt like… like a ten-ton brick was lifted off my shoulders. It's like I'd been suffocating and could finally breathe again. Right. But what do you think that means? Oh god. Am I allergic to these bastards or something?
3: Kinda. What if the toxins in your body are dormant and only become activated when shadows are close? You think? You just told me that when Shilling touched you, something happened. That tells me you have a link to the shadows.
1: That's one theory, I guess. But if that were true, it would mean that every time I run across another shadow...
3: You... could get sick.
1: And maybe die.
3: Let's hope it doesn't come to that, but... yeah. Well, that sucks. It won't be a problem if we can kill them before you get too sick.
1: It was a close call with Schilling. Another couple of hours and... (sighs) I might not have made it.
3: Maybe it was a blessing in disguise that Schilling went into bloodlust and made us leave that motel room.
1: Yeah, I... Oh, shit. What is it? I just thought about Barnes. Poor bastard.
3: Yeah, he was an asshole, but no one deserves to go out that way.
1: He must have been heading out to meet with Schilling when you saw him leave the motel room.
3: The timing fits.
1: Should we tell someone about what happened to him?
3: Why the hell would we do that?
1: Barnes must have a family somewhere, and they're going to be worried about him. If Schilling consumed him and left no trace behind, no one is going to know what really happened.
3: What are we supposed to do about that? March up to the local station house and tell them a shadow ate the visiting sheriff from out of town? They'd never believe us. Worse, we'd be raising suspicion that we're involved in his disappearance somehow.
1: I know what you're saying. It just... just doesn't feel right.
3: I agree. But there's nothing we can do.
1: Sure. I get it.
3: Anyway, it seems like we might have an explanation for your sickness now. That solves one mystery. What about the other stuff that went down here? The glowing eyes and that death grip of yours. Death grip? How else would you describe it? Put your hands on the bastard and all of a sudden his blood was dripping everywhere.
1: I mean, I didn't know he would go down like that. Like I said, I felt something happening when he groped me and figured I might be able to hurt him somehow. I was as surprised as you were when that asshole sprung a leak.
3: But either way, this is incredible. You know what it means, right? You have the ability to fight back against them. You can hurt them.
1: I... I guess it does. (laughs) Just like you.
3: No, not like me at all. I can't hurt them the way you do. I grabbed Schilling and he swatted me away like a fly. But you? He was in agony the moment you put your fingers on him.
1: I made him bleed. I caused him pain, yeah, but I don't know if I could have killed him.
3: I was only able to finish him off because you splattered his blood all over that axe handle. You turned it into a conduit.
1: Yeah. The blood was glowing just like it did back at the lake house. Remember the bandana?
3: So let's call this one a team effort. You created the conduit, and I did the rest. I can live with that. There's one thing I don't get, though. Schilling seemed totally unaware that you had this power. How can that be? The Shadows had to know something was different about you when you survived the toxins for this long.
1: It's like the compendium says. People react in different ways to the toxin. Maybe this... Gift of mine is so incredibly rare that Schilling never even considered it. Or, more likely, he was so concerned about dealing with you that he forgot to factor me into the equation at all.
3: That was a mistake.
1: Oh, you bet it was.
3: And now we have a real chance to fight back against them. You can make them bleed. And that means...
1: I can create more conduits.
3: Exactly. We could build up a complete fucking arsenal here. We wouldn't have to rely on just this one axe to keep us alive.
1: So, you're really thinking about doing this, making this an all-out war?
3: I told you, I'm never running again. And now that we know you can spill their blood, that gives us a real fighting chance.
1: In that case, we're going to have to get a hell of a lot better at, well, our whole goddamn approach. What do you mean? We have to improve the way we locate them, track them down. If we're relying solely on you sensing bloodlust to find them, that could take months at a time.
3: We'll figure something out. There has to be a way.
1: Don't forget the other problem. If I hang out around shadows too long, there's a chance I could get sick again. At that point, I become a burden to you. I don't want that.
3: You're not a burden, Amber.
1: What we really need is to develop a complete set of procedures, get scientific about it.
3: Oh, I get it. This was all just an excuse for you to make another list, wasn't it? You got me. Don't worry, Amber. I have a strategy for making it so the shadows never get a chance to make you sick ever
1: again. Oh yeah? What's that?
3: We wipe every one of those motherfuckers off the face of the earth.
1: See? Now we're talking.
3: Come on, let's get back to the motel and clean up. I'm covered in goddamn ash.
1: Yeah, me too. Schilling really made a mess there at the end.
3: (laughs) I call Shower first.
1: Fine with me. I've got something else on my mind. What's that? We're gonna need to pick up something to eat on the way. I'm starving.
2: Hey listeners, this is Mark R. Healy, here to let you know that you've reached the end of The Road of Shadows Season 2. I had tons of fun writing and producing this season, and I hope you had just as much fun listening. At this point, I do have a stack of lore that I still have to reveal, and I'm looking forward to doing that over coming seasons. Before I go any further, I'd like to thank my cast for their amazing efforts on this season. Hamish Plagemars as Daniel and Marta De Silva as Amber really brought their A-game, as they always do, and it was honestly a joy to hear their performances. The rest of the cast was phenomenal as well. Trent Trachtenberg as Sheriff Mike Barnes, and Trent is a regular in my productions. He also plays Detective Kavanagh in The Strata, among many other roles. Gavarock as Dr. James Schilling, Madeline Norton as Laura Towney, Jimmy Yamaguchi as John Hobbs. And Jimmy is another regular who played the Shadow, Pete Davis, in Season 1. Liz Morey as Dragisa. Sally Walker-Taylor as Vasella. John Carver as Harry Langer. Vivian Reed as Sheriff Delaney, Marlon dance Huey as Tony Lodge. Heidi Fisher as Mindy. Maddie Albrecht as Tanya. Whitney Holland as the nurse. Joshua Nicholson as Kevin. And Aubrey Akers as the waitress. And not forgetting and Maushal, who provides the intro at the start of every episode. Thanks also to my wife, Nick, who was the first person to read the script for The Road of Shadows and who encouraged me to keep going with it over the last few years. So while I do have more seasons planned, I'm currently self-funding multiple full-cast audio dramas and that means I need revenue just to keep the lights on, and that's why I need your help. It is super expensive to create audio fiction, especially when it's full cast with high production values. If you care about this world and these characters, please consider lending a hand. Head over to patreon.com slash dark to help ensure that I can keep releasing more of the Road to Shadows for you to enjoy. That's it for now. I hope that if I can get the funding sorted, I'll be able to bring you Season 3 sometime in the very near future. Thanks for listening, and bye for now.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
3: Hey Dad. I've got a question for you, and it makes me really frustrated.
2: Mikey, the stars are wrong.
3: He jumped two and a half times farther than we were supposed he's to. He's not a robot, right? He's an AI. They used you, yes, but they used me worse. I want to go
0: home. How many minutes are in a while?
3: Ask Your Father is available anywhere you get podcasts.
2: Find out more at GideonMedia.com.